Lays it into Trey. Two seconds wide. Trey Slaughter. cover everything regarding the Atlanta Hawks. I'm your host, Brad Harden, recording live from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm recording this on Monday, February 28th, the last day in the month of February, last day of Black History Month. But I want to talk about, obviously, we're here talking about the Hawks, and it was a great weekend, especially when you look at Saturday night with how the Hawks took care of business against the Toronto Raptors. And I tweeted and said it felt like this was poetic justice, how we did the Toronto Raptors. It was a very entertaining game. Team win. Trey went crazy. Other people chipped in. It was the perfect game to follow up that. And like I said, I tweeted this and someone said, oh, there's no more victories. And no, oh, the Hawks played bad down the stretch against the Bulls. Yes, they did. They played bad against the Bulls down the stretch. They did a lot of things to not win that game, but still only lost by a few points. Even with Trey Young pretty much non-existent with the defense that DeSumo played on him the entire game. And I just said a previous episode, I want to see this team play with a sense of urgency coming out of the gate. And it looked bleak to start the start it off against Chicago on Thursday night, but they definitely turned it around and they made it a game. They made it a game, even when they didn't deserve to be in the game and stretchers because of the things that they did not do. And now obviously they dropped that contest. We all saw that one. We went on Saturday. We're still in 10th, but we're virtually still tied with the Hornets, who are going the opposite way right now. They are 2-8 and eight in the last 10 games, where the Hawks are 500 in the last 10 games. And we have a big game tomorrow on TNT versus the Boston Celtics. And I'm excited to get revenge on the Celtics. And I'm excited because the game's on TNT, not ABC or ESPN. So the Hawks certainly have a chance to play like the TNT Hawks that we have seen throughout the throughout this regular season. Um, we, we knew what they did against the Mavs on TNT. They beat the Bucks on TNT. I'm going to go ahead and say they're going to win this game tomorrow. They're going to win this game tomorrow because I like the sense of urgency and how they have played coming out of the All-Star break. Now, when I come back from this plug, we're going to dissect a little bit that Chicago game. What were the reasons why they lost? And then talk about the great team performance from Saturday before leaning up into the game tomorrow night on TNT. So we're going to catch you after this plug real quick. If you like losing money, turn this off right now. But if you love free band, free bands, just like Super Future, then keep listening. Sports betting is getting huge across the nation and all of my homies love to bet on games. 
There are a bunch of sites out there for sports betting, but all of my homies love my bookie. Why? Because it's so easy to use. And since y'all my homies too, I'm going to plug you. All my homies listening right now can sign up for my bookie with the promo code HOOPBALL to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus. 100%, just like an A-plus in school. Hopefully you got them, but if not, this your chance to get 100%. You like playing blackjack? There are some very fun and free blackjack tournaments, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much that you can do on my bookie, and the best thing is, is that no cash is required to enter, and you can win up to $100 in daily challenges and up to $1,000 in weekly tournaments. So you want a chance at free cash money? Then again, my homies, sign up with the promo code HOOPBALL to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus and try to score some in the words of future, like I said earlier, free band, free band. All right, and we are back. March Madness by Future will be played tomorrow. That's one of my favorite songs. One of the, probably the best song Future has made. And March is upon us tomorrow. And March Madness is upon us as well for college basketball if you're into that. But it's going to be madness as well for the Hawks because they're racing against time. They're racing against the clock. Every game matters. And we really wanted to see an upset win over the Chicago Bulls on Thursday to start off, you know, post-All-Star break. And the Hawks fell short. They were down, took the lead, and then watched DeMar DeRozan walk that lead down in the fourth quarter to do DeMar DeRozan things where he hit two clutch jumpers to end up winning the ball game. And the Hawks would lose by 4, 112, 108 up in Chicago. But, again... I like the fight. They fought on on Thursday night when they were down to claw back and win. I mean, you had DeAndre Hunter who left with an illness and did not play well when he was in. You had Trey Young score 14 points, 10, 10 assists, but he was 3 of 17 from the floor, 0 of 5 from 3. You know, miserable game from him. Capella had a good game, 14.7 rebounds. Danilo Gallinari was masterful. He was taking advantage of whoever was guarding him on Thursday night. 26 points, 9 rebounds, 10 of 18 shooting from the floor, and 50% from three-point range. You know, Herter struggled but had 9 points. Okongu had 8 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds. Pretty solid game in 19 minutes of play. He's beginning a lot more minutes, and we're going to talk about Okongu a little bit later, especially when we want to refer to Saturday night's game. But off the bench, outside of Okongu, Bogey was the lone bright spot off the bench, and he has been the bright spot off the bench pretty much for the last seven, eight games. He has been on fire. He was the leading scorer for the Hawks on Thursday night, and if it wasn't for Gallinari and Bogey, the Hawks wouldn't have been in this game. Bogey with 27 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. He hit 5 three-pointers. He was 11-24 from the floor. Uh, but they were just hitting big shot after big shot after big shot. And they were the reason why the Hawks hung around in this thing. Now, Trey Young did come alive a little bit late in the game, but 
all in all, the Hawks did more things to lose the game than win, but only lost by four games. That's why I said I hate moral victories, but they fought. They fought. I mean, when you look when you look at the stats, shooting 42% from the floor is not great. Not great. And then the Bulls shoot almost 49% from the floor. Three-point shooting percentage was a wash between the teams. The Hawks missed a lot of free throws. They got tw- they got the same amount of free throw attempts as, as the Bulls, and only it made four fewer. They shot sixty six percent from the free throw line. You, you can't have that. You can't have that. That was a big key in them losing on Thursday night. Twenty team assists. I mean, I like that number to be a little bit higher, but again, they lost by four. That could have made a difference. So I'm not. I say that's a minor reason they lost. The fast break points in favor of the Bulls, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that can be a reason why they lost. Um, but three-point shooting primarily, free throw shooting. I mean, shoot, you make five more free throws, you win that game. You win that game. So you got to you gotta capitalize at the charity strike when they give you opportunities. We have to continue to find ways to shoot well from the three-point line. You got to continue to move the ball. You got to continue to get stops. They got stops, even though they weren't great offensively on Thursday night, which was another positive. But when you're Trey Young coming out of all-star break, coming out of the all-star game, you can't have that game that you had on Thursday. You just can't. You cannot. The team is needing you. Luckily, we had other players step up. Capella was huge again. Gallinari, Bogey, Okongwu, other players stepped up. But you got to have your leader, you know, pushing this thing in the right direction if you're going to make a playoff push, which they're in the midst of right now. But you have to get production, great production out of Trey Young. Trey Young cannot afford to have games like he had on Thursday night. And Free throw shooting, Trey Young's performance, and then obviously shooting poor from the three-point line was the reasons why the Hawks lost that game. Outside of fourth quarter execution, which had gotten better, but they took a step back. Maybe they were still sleepwalking from all-star break. But, again, a game that they sh- they could have won. They could have won. I don't think they should have won because of you know the things I mentioned, but they certainly could have won. And that was encouraging to me. And when I saw that loss Thursday, I said, okay, you got the Raptors at home on Saturday. I'm really interested to see how you're going to respond. And boy, did they ever. They responded on Saturday night. I mean, they won by 27 points against the Raptors, who have been a thorn in their side the entire year. The entire NBA season, the Raptors have been a thorn in their side. And I have... Not dreaded these Raptor games, but it's one of those things where you watch and you're like, I hope we can do it tonight. And then we do things to not win the game. Or the Raptors are just going crazy. And right now, well, on Saturday night, the Hawks went crazy. That's That was great. That was beautiful. They, they made a complete 180 as far as to statistically, sorry, and then just getting the production out of Trey Young on Saturday night. It was a fun game to watch. It was a fun game to listen if you're listening to it on the radio, following it on the stats. It was just run after run. They were just, in the first half, 
11-0 run here, 13-0 run there, 16-0 run by the Hawks. It was just going back and forth. And then that last knockout punch for the Hawks leading into halftime really set the tone. And in third quarter, they just absolutely obliterated the Raptors. It was chef kiss. Just beautiful. Because after getting outscored 37-32 to in the first quarter, the Hawks outscored the Raptors 34 to 21 in the second quarter and then 38 to 16 in the third quarter. Those middle quarters are what won the Hawks the game and after that the the, the lead has was there. They were up by I want to say at most 30. They yeah, they had the lead up to 32 at one point. The the deed has been done as in the words of Mr. Krabs and wow, it was just it was just fun to see them do this at home against a team that has been your nemesis the entire season. You hold the Raptors to 40% shooting from the floor. Great defense right there. The The Raptors have been killing the Hawks at the three-point line. You hold them to 31% from the three-point line. That's a win right there. You force 13 turnovers from the Raptors. Just fantastic. You limit them in points in the paint. And then on top of that, they outfoul you. The Raptors did everything they could do to lose this game on Saturday, and the Hawks took advantage of it. A team that shot almost 58% from the floor, the Hawks did. They shot 42% from three, 82% from the free throw line, out-rebounded the Raptors, won the assist total, 27 to 25, over 24 team assists. I love that. Eight steals, eight blocks, won the turnover battle. That's great. It was just, oh man, it was it was just poetic justice. I can't say it enough. Van Fleet, their All Star, was frustrated. Twenty four points, nine assists from him, but he was frustrated. Siakam, who went buku crazy the game before against the Hawks, held to fourteen points, 10, 10 rebounds, five assists. Still a decent stat line, but. 37 minutes, not as efficient, and did not have the game that he did before. Pressure to Chua added 21 off the bench. Gary Trent was cold this game. Nine points, three of 10 from the floor, one of four from three. He didn't kill them. Scotty Barnes was subdued this game. So pretty much everyone who tarnished the Hawks in the previous games they played the Raptors chilled out. And that's defense. The Hawks were focused on the defensive end. And then you look at the stats, you know, contributions from the bench. I mean, and we can't forget Ice Trey, our all-star, going crazy. 37 minutes, 41 points. He was unconscious. They couldn't do anything with him. They couldn't do anything with him. And I knew he was going to have a game like this after Twitter and in my group chat for fantasy going off about how Trey Young isn't good because the sumo locked him up for three for 17. I was, you know... I was like, you guys are Bulls fans. I'm telling you guys, they're 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 on one this year. They have a right to be, but they're on one. But to respond with 41 points, 11 assists, still didn't shoot great from three, but he was getting that floater game going. I mean, he could do whatever he wanted. He hit all of his free throw attempts. It was just, you know, Trey Young was in his bag, deep in his bag. Um I just I can't say enough about that performance, man. And then you have outside of Trey Young, you have four other players in double digits for the Hawks. 
to help him out. DeAndre Hunter wasn't efficient from the floor, but he was efficient from three-point line, 50% from three, had 14 points, four rebounds, four assists. Capella, only eight points, nine rebounds. He got in foul trouble early, but that opened the door for Okongwu off the bench, who had 17 points, didn't miss a field goal attempt, and added seven rebounds. Okongwu looked great on Saturday night, he added a steal in three blocks. <laughs> um, Trey Young even had a block, guys. And then Capella added two more blocks on Saturday night. So we loved what we got from them. you know. And guys, remember, John Collins is still out. Now, Gallo obviously cooled off from the game on Thursday night. He only had three points that game, three assists, five rebounds. Only made one field goal attempt, and it was a three-pointer. Uh, for his three points, so not a great game from him. Herter added 14 points, was a little bit more efficient from the floor, 5 of 9 shooting, 4-7 from 3, added 3 assists, 4 rebounds there, so good game from him. Bogey cooled off, but still added 14 off the bench. DeLon Wright added 6. Jalen Johnson got in the game with 4 points. I mean, it was just... It was what you wanted to see from the Hawks. It was what you wanted to see... Trey Young doing his thing, people helping out, them playing defense, the other team not going buku crazy, bench contributing, Jalen Johnson getting in the game. It's a, it was almost a perfect day if you're a Hawks fan watching that game. And that is a moment that we want to replay over and over and over again and say, hey, this is how we want to play every single game if possible down this stretch. You know, as we're still sitting at 10th, in a playing game spot right now in the Eastern Conference standings with a chance with the Hornets. There's an opportunity here. This game tomorrow against the Celtics on TNT is huge. With the Hornets slipping, the Hawks have a chance to take that ninth spot. And again, I mean, we're talking ninth spot. I know that's not where we want to be. But hey. If we can inch closer and closer and closer to that eight seed, certainly it is possible. It is possible because Toronto has cooled off. They lost the last two games right now. Charlotte two and eight, as I mentioned at the top of the program in the last ten games. I I expect Brooklyn to move up in the standings. So eight seed is obtainable for the Hawks, and it again. We dug ourselves into this hole, and so we have to try to claw out of it as best we can to put ourselves in position to be in a favorable position as far as for the playoffs. That's what we have to do. So this game, this game against the, the Celtics is going to be big. And here's the thing. Out of all-star break, the Celtics have already played three games. They're 2-1 in those three games. They beat the Nets. Who did, you know, I don't think they had um, Harden in this matchup. I mean, sorry, they didn't have. Yeah. So, so when I look at the, so when I look at the box score, Kyrie was not playing because it was a home game in Brooklyn. KD is still out. I mean, no Ben Simmons. I mean, Andre Drummond was the only player from the trade over outside of Seth Curry um, to play. So, I mean, Seth Curry was their leading scorer. So, I mean, yes, that's a win for the Celtics, but come on. I mean, not not a full-strength Nets team. 
they struggled and you know squeaked out a win. They won by nine, but I mean, it was tougher than what the score made it appear against the Pistons, who have been playing very well coming at All Star break. Uh, they've had a resurgence. They've been playing really good basketball as of late, and we're going to see the Pistons soon. So we need to be ready for them as well. And then they lose, get blown out by the Pacers on the road. So they're coming off of a blowout loss. So obviously, you know, the Celtics are probably going to come out and play very well at home on TNT in front of their fans to respond to that blowout loss versus Indiana. But the Hawks, last time they were in the Garden, had had a lead at halftime in, in, by 10 and ended up losing by 10 because they faltered in the second half. And I'm sure that's going to be on the back of their minds as far as the Hawks. And they're going to try to go in and they're going to, I mean, I think it's going to be a really good game tomorrow. Really good game. Right now, John Collins is still listed as out. Lou Will is day-to-day. I mean, there's no injured players for the Celtics, so no excuses from them. So this, this is a playoff game. This is a playoff team you're going against. You're on the road. They played with some urgency, obviously, after getting, you know, smacked in the mouth, being down 10-0 by the Bulls on Thursday. But they responded and fought to the very end. I want to see the Hawks come in with confidence in that fight. I want to see the confidence that they had versus the Raptors in the fight they had pretty much after the first eight minutes of ball ball game versus the Bulls. I want to see that merge together going into this contest versus the Celtics. Because people are, are jumping back on the Celtics bandwagon right now because they've been playing very well. But the Hawks, like I said, even though we did things to lose the game on Thursday night, I liked their fight. I liked their effort. I loved how other people stepped up in the midst of Trey Young struggling. And then I loved how it was a full team performance, great defensive performance on Saturday night to really frustrate and blow out the Raptors who have been playing very well as of late as well. And like I said, we have dug ourselves into this hole where every single game matters. And it's a new month, new stretch stretch of games that we need to, you know, pay attention to. It's going to certainly be tough this first half of the month because we, we travel up to Boston, obviously, tomorrow to take on the Celtics. Then we come back home on Thursday, take on the Bulls again. Maybe we can get revenge against the Bulls. The Wizards, who are, you know, not as hot on our heels, but they're still behind us in the standings right now. We travel up to Washington. I'll be the second night of a back-to-back on Friday night after taking on the Bulls the night prior. Then that Monday, next Monday on the 7th, we're going to take on that Pistons team that I told you about that's been playing a little bit better. And then we got the Bucks on the road on ESPN next Wednesday. We already know how we are on ESPN games. We'll see. And then we have a game against the Clippers here in Atlanta next Friday, March 11th. And then the Sunday after that on March 13th, we have a contest versus the Indiana Pacers who have been playing a little bit better as well. So really tough stretch of games here. And out of those games, you have... I'm doing math right now. Right now, four of those games that I mentioned are against playoff teams. But again, like I said in the program before, we have to treat every game like it is a playoff game, no matter who we play. 
We can't take anybody for granted. We can't take any days off. We can't we can't do it. We didn't we don't we don't have the, the luxury of doing that. We don't have the luxury of doing that. It has to be everybody pulling on the rope. DeAndre Hunter, you gotta be efficient from the floor. You gotta continue to play well on a defensive end. Herder, you gotta contribute when your number is called, being in the starting lineup. Bogey has to still be bogey. Off the bench, Gallinari, whether you're coming off the bench or starting, you're gonna have to contribute. Trey Young, you're the leader. Enough said. Can't can't say anything else after that. You're the leader. You are the you are the engine that's gonna push this thing forward. And then we have to get John Collins back. I know a lot of you were speaking him off of our team not too long ago, but we need John Collins back. That's a guy who is a you know, a really good three-point shooter. He's not bad as a free-throw shooter as a big. I mean, he he's added production. He's gotten better on the defensive end. That's certainly a guy that you cannot afford to not have playing ball games at this juncture right now. I wish he was playing tomorrow because John Collins loves playing against the Celtics because they don't really have anybody who can guard him. They don't. But, again, bogey is going to be key tomorrow. DeAndre Hunter is going to be key tomorrow, especially defensively, you know, switching on and off of, you know, Tatum and Brown, whoever he is, you know, tasked to guard. He has to be ready. Okongu is going to be big tomorrow, just being another body. You know, we're going to have to keep this Boston Celtics team out of the paint um, because, you know, you know, you know, now we know Jason Tatum likes to hit jump shots. We do. And so does Jalen Brown, but they're both capable of getting to the rim. So we're going to have to do all that we can to protect the paint against the Boston Celtics. And we can't let teams get hot from the three-point line. Sometimes we all know the, the, the Hawks have a tendency to play really good defense within the paint. But then all of a sudden, you know, wow, they're shooting great from three-point line. They're shooting terrific from the three-point line. And then, yep, that's what's going to bury us. That's what, So... Again, it's going to be energy, effort, you know, defensive, defensively, can we get stops? We're on the road. We're going to have to already, you know, deal with that element. You know, that's always a ruckus crowd up in Boston. And you're coming up, you're going against a team coming off of a bad loss on the road to the Pacers where they didn't shoot well from the three-point line. They didn't really shoot well from the floor. They got out-rebounded. Uh, they're a team that usually shares the ball. So that's something something there, but they pretty much were, you know, outplayed by the Pacers on the road, and that's something that we're going to have to watch out for, so it's going to be a battle, it's going to be a battle, but I think the X factor, and you can laugh at this, is truly that it's on TNT, if it wasn't on TNT, I don't know, but the fact that it's on TNT gives me hope, hopefully Shaq is in the booth so he can, oh, oh, which is not a hawk, that is a I don't know what kind of bird that is, a seagull or something. But that energy, something about TNT and the Hawks. Maybe it's because, you know, Turner's down here in Atlanta. Maybe maybe that's what it is. But I think the Hawks are going to go up to Boston, and I think they're going to pull this game out tomorrow night. I just have a feeling. They're going to do it tomorrow night. It's going to be a close contest. I see the Hawks winning by four. I think the Hawks win by four. I think... Both teams are going to play some pretty solid defense, especially after the Celtics gave up a 128 um, yesterday to the, to the Pacers. I think they play a little bit better defense. The Hawks have an extra day of rest. I think they're going to fight. They're going to have that energy, that effort. 
but I think it's going to be closer to a lower score, lower scoring game uh, for the Hawks standards, and I think they win 111-107. I think Trey Young gets 21 points. I think he gets 12 assists. Um, I, I see Hunter. I think Hunter's going to get him 12, 13 points. I see Herter. I think Herter's going to be the X factor tomorrow. I keep mixing my days up. I say Herter's going to get him 15 points tomorrow. I think Bogey's going to score 15 off the bench. Gallo with 11. I'm going to say nine points and eight rebounds for Okongwu. You guys can all fact check this tomorrow. But I'm throwing these out. I'm throwing my numbers out. I'm going to say team performance. Going to be tough. Sledding. Going against Boston. Who's going to have the motivation of losing the game prior? We're going to have the motivation of obviously trying to climb up the standings and avenging that loss to Boston uh, just a few weeks ago. And I think the Hawks pull it out 111-107 on the road tomorrow night before obviously we turn things around, fly back down to Atlanta to take on the Bulls to get revenge against them. And I'm going to talk about that separately on another podcast. But a new month is embarking us. Tomorrow, March Madness, Dirty Soda in a Styrofoam. Spent my day to get my mind blown. Ready, ready for March Madness, man. In all accounts, the Hawks are going to be ready too. I think they are gearing themselves up appropriately. I wish they would have won that game. I'm going to keep saying that against the Bulls. But you know what? We see them this week. We have a chance to right that wrong. And we have a chance to show out again on TNT tomorrow night. And I can't wait to watch that matchup and see how close I was with the numbers. And if I'm not, feel free to slide in my DMs. Feel free to tweet at me because you know I'm going to come back with you with some facts. And if you love what you heard today, give us five stars. Give us a good review. Share it and tell everybody about the hottest new podcast covering the Atlanta Hawks. Playoffs pretty much are here for the Hawks. So share this podcast with fellow Hawks fans. Georgia sports fans, NBA fans, basketball fans, it does not matter because the Hawks are about to gear up for a run. They're going to get into the play-in, and I think they're going to get into the playoffs and make some noise. They're going to get healthier, more confident, and they they have no choice to play well. And we're going to be following it here at Eat Those Hawks. So follow us on Twitter at Eat Those Hawks on Twitter. That's at Eat Those Hawks. And follow myself, Brad Jarrett, 67 on Twitter. That is Brad J A R R E T T 67. We'll catch you guys next episode. Let's go, Hawks. Let's beat the Celtics tomorrow night.